4191 at a cost of 150. Twitter's Facebook at SFM Radio using the hashtag SFM Sound Awake. Now, does the current pandemic require more female leadership or has it further created a vacuum? for female leaders widening the gap between male and female leaders across the various spheres of society now joining us on the line heleni uh, smarts uh, the founder of uh, credit growth uh, talks to us about what sort of female leaders these trying times actually require and how women can step into these roles and what society can do to support them in leadership across the various sectors of our society especially in the professional space now pleasure and the privilege to uh, to welcome Helene to the first Monday of uh, Women's Month Helene good morning this morning welcome to the show nice to have you thank you for waking up so early yeah, thank you, Mandla. Thanks for having me. It certainly is the earliest that I have woken up in a very long time. Um, I'm amazed that there's so many people awake at this time. It's incredible. I tell you, if you ask them what yeah. they get to do, you'll be very surprised at the things we do this time of the morning, isn't it? Yeah, no, crazy. Like, I'm surprised that my kids aren't awake yet. So. <laughs> They're not playing games yet because hey, these kids, uh, they don't like book, but they like game. Yeah, they love games and they love annoying you when you're trying to work, eh? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, they're all good. Yeah, and you still love them, hey? That's a weird absolutely, relationship. Absolutely. Uh, I know you, you love them more. Hey, if they don't, I know you, you have a meeting with your hubby and say there's something wrong with the children. S- say that again? No, I say when they don't, I know you, you worry and you have a meeting with your hubby and say, honey, there's something wrong with the children. Why yeah. are they being so nice? <laughs> Yeah, or, or why are they being so quiet? <laughs> then you know. <laughs> but um, no, they they amazing during this pandemic, um, especially being from home. And, like they only four years old, so there's um they they really being incredible little kids. Uh, and you, you must have lots of energy. Four year old, I tell <laughs> you, we'll text it to the yeah. max. Besides <laughs> the questions and the whys and and so forth, Helen. Credo Growth, what do you guys do? Yeah, so uh, we are People Development Consultancy, and our main aim is at developing high-performing teams. And the way that we do it is we do it through workshops. It's face-to-face, in-person workshops, or virtual. And, of course, with the pandemic, that's kind of just up the virtual space even more. And then we also do um, personality profiling. We do a lot of individual coaching. And then we've got quite a few online courses that we um, support people in to develop themselves further. So it really is in the people development space with the aim that people get together, learn from each other, learn the dynamics between each other in order to ensure high performance within businesses. It doesn't get any so better than that. that. It doesn't get any better than that, does it? <laughs> well, it's a, it's a fascinating um, business and the fact that the diverse um, how can I say the, the diverse services and the diverse people that we work with makes it so amazing um, because no intervention is the same. We do everything bespoke. So we really first go into the organization and hear what is the core issue and we design a process according to the core issue. So it keeps the, it keeps the um, job very, very interesting because nothing is the same. 
Um, which I like. <laughs> I, I was going to ask because development is, is, is very personal. It's very interactive. You've got to be there. You've got to experience the individual. You've got to go Absolutely. through the emotions with them. Well, with the pandemic and the virtual space, is, is it achievable? Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, in the beginning, I must admit, I was very skeptical. I um, And if I say in the beginning, for me, it was a few years ago already um, when we started a little bit of virtual space work. And it's not easy, um, I have to admit, because you, you don't necessarily see the person. You don't see the full body language of the person. Um, but because, because as a facilitator, you're starting to ask the right questions and you can really focus on what people say, it does make it easier. But it's, it's definitely not the, the same as having pe- people face-to-face. And people also suffer from, I don't know if you've heard the word, Zoom fatigue, um, which means you can't necessarily have the same length of interventions as what you used to have in person uh, because you need to give people a break from this PC so they can recoup their thoughts and things like that. But it, it does work, and we've had Im- Im- amazing success thus far during, during COVID with the um, virtual workshops. Quickly talk to us about the personality profiling. I've never heard of this before. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, I mean, there, there are so many personality profiles, and I'm sure some of your users have, um, have been exposed to some of them, but you get things like the Myers-Briggs type indicator, you get um, an Enneagram, you also get Insights Discovery, which is the one that I use. And the personality profiling that I use is, is mostly Jungian-based, so Carl Jung, a psychologist from the 60s or 70s, and um, it really it really. Ex- explores your strengths, your weaknesses, how you like to do, how you like to, pre- uh, to prefer to do things. And it's not about boxing you into a specific area like, oh, you are a person that drives hard and um, are very autocratic. It shows you the spectrum of different skills that you are tapping into and different personality traits that you are tapping into. But what it also does is it really shows you your blind spots which means that, like if we speak about women's one, for example, that you as a woman or you as a leader or you as a team member um, can, can tap into to say, where do I need to develop? And I always say to people, it's not about changing who you are. It's about furthering you who you are and learning from other styles to, to become a, um, a better leader or a better team member. And for some of us, as an example, is you have um, you've got a, a person that's very very focused on goals and they are results orientated. You've you've got a person that's focused on thinking and they're very detail orientated. You've got a person that is focused on personal relationships and they really focus on personal security. And then another one that is really wanting to be spontaneous and they focus on personal approval. Now these are just four main areas you can. Deep, do a deep dive into 72 different types of personalities and then there's variations of those 72 types. So it's not just a let's box you in. But you can then really understand why do I do the things that I do and why do I sometimes not agree or see things differently than someone else. And that's fascinating. Chatting at Helen is not so the founder of Credit Growth, as you heard, uh, her profiling. So we got you in our radar. We talked to her in a lot, a lot more mm-hmm. in a moment.
19 minutes to 5 on SFM. Helena Smatsa, the founder of uh, Credit Growth. Uh, they talk a lot about uh, making us uh, better people. Helena, Women's mm. Month, Women's Leadership, uh, always uh, debatable, always gets people's temperatures rising to a max. Is that <laughs> fair? Or do we still need to be debating these things? Yeah, it's a very interesting question. Hey, um, I think I, I absolutely think we still need to be debating debating these things. I don't even know if it's worth a debate, but actually, it's just a very big awareness that needs to happen. Um, and I, I, I'm certainly someone who, who sees quite a, and has experienced quite a lot of, um, like almost like bias in in the workplace because you are a woman or because of the style that you are. So I think there's a lot of women that have that have made amazing headway, um, and that has also like beat the odds. And I think there's a lot more women that can that can um, move forward. But we need the support of every single person on this in in South Africa and in the world in order to be able to do that, because of all the deep rooted uh, biases and beliefs that people grow up with. So yeah, there's definitely still space to, to speak about this. Fascinating stuff. Obviously, uh, it, it looks like uh, the other leadership, the male leadership is challenged by the pandemic. Do you think this uh, creates a fertile ground for ladies to say, guys, we're here and uh, here are ideas mm. to cope with the situation right now? Yeah, um, absolutely. I think I think what this pandemic has done, um, if you think, if you look at, for example, women that um, that's all of a sudden now in the public eye from the leaders of New Zealand and Denmark and Norway, is to to really show that women can be in very very high positions and be very successful. Um, and I think during a pandemic, as an example, is that is when empathy is needed and people need to be understood, people need to be heard, and those are qualities that in general, women naturally bring. It, it's, if, you, if we speak in general terms, it really comes easier to women than men to have those empathetic um, or empathetic side to, to really listen. And um, I think, so it's, it's almost like allowing the space for women, for women to show those qualities and for women to step up and show them. We are very often apologetic for our strengths instead of um, zoning into it. So it's a, it's a bit of a, um, uh, give the space, allow the space, believe in women to also do it, but then for women so to step up and say, hey, come on, let me, let me use my skills and my strengths that I have um, and, and show, show in leadership positions. And I think, um, like my husband always says, you know what, you don't have, like the woman doesn't have to always be a leader to show already that she has leadership qualities. Um, so, and I think that's where women also need to step up. I'm thinking as well that, you know, having said what you said, uh, the idea of profiling within an organization uh, should be mm. taken seriously so that you can find the, the best balance, if you will, because obviously, yeah. uh, you know, you, you guys, I, I might get into trouble, you know, I'm more in tune with your emotions and intuition better mm. than us, and that can be helpful. Yeah. And like the, also what the personality profiling does, it almost creates an equal playing field because now it's not about oh, are you a woman or are you, are you a man. It's kind of this, these are the qualities that I bring that I'm going to um, explore in this, in this business and these are the things that I need to work on. And then identifying different people that can support you to develop those things. Um, and whether that's a male or a female, is, then it doesn't matter. 
So, um, and I mean, I, I think I've seen in so many workshops that we do with these personality profiles where all of a sudden people, they, they realize what they have. For some reason, once they read it, it's like, oh, I can't tap into that. And then I see men in the workshop saying, oh my goodness, you can do this. Where have you been? <laughs> so it, it's almost <laughs> like then, um, the, then the, the males become their biggest fans, <laughs> which, which is really great to see. So the, the profiling really does help a lot, especially for almost like to give you an allowance to tap into that skill. Um, even though you don't need the allowance, but um, it, it does make it easier to say, hey, you know what? Now I can, now I've always known I've had this. Now I see I have it. They can see how I can use it. And then there's a team that can hold you accountable and support you at the same time. I must confess, I've had a few lady bosses in my lifetime, and uh, it's been good going, I must say. Um, now, Helene, mm-hmm. t- talking about communication styles, is, is there a particular way women communicate that is missing in industry, in leadership, in other spheres of life? Mm. Yeah, I, I do think so. Uh, like something as simple as, for example, nodding. Um, when when a woman nods, it's and I, please do also understand this. Like I don't want to just um, say it's only women and not men, but in general. Um, with nodding with a woman, it, there's a lot of caring. It's like, I'm listening to understand you. Yes, I, I hear what you are saying, and I'm encouraging you to speak more. Where sometimes if a male, for example, nods, then it's about, yes, I'm agreeing with you. So it's just little subtleties in in body language that, that also has a, a difference in communication style. And then I think just the way that we ask questions and how we are curious about something is the the questions are more from I want to explore and understand more versus maybe very analytical and get to the point. Um, And those type of things allow for a little bit more of a psychological safe space, if you think about it, because someone might not feel as anxious to come to the right answer immediately. It's like I can take a little bit of a time to process in order to get to the right answer um, when when you're engaging with a woman. And then I think... um, because women is quite agile and flexible. If you think about, uh, for example, I'm not saying this is only the women's role, but like um, with dealing with children and home crisis and then this and then that. So the ability to quickly think about solving a solu- or solving a problem and having to shift um, certain things around, that filters through in the workplace as well. Um, and that agile and flexibility is definitely um, adds to the communication style that we have because we can... Um, move our way around things to to make sure that we actually deal with the scenario that that's at hand or the crisis that's at hand. Um, and I think this and the natural empathy that we have play, goes a very long way. I said to someone yesterday that these days it's about inclusive and um, collaborative leadership. True. And those things, the the active listening, the empathy. The trying to understand what's going on. All of those things are needed to be inclusive and collaborative. Except, of course, you ladies ask very tricky questions and we don't know what to tell you. <laughs> hey, when you start asking those questions, we find the door and we find some work to do at home because, gee, we're going to yeah, jump. You just need to know not to answer those in the right way. Eh? <laughs> well, that, that's what oh. you must teach us. Eh? That's what you must teach us. <laughs> 
It's 11 minutes to 5 on SFM. Helen Smith, the founder of Credit Growth, a developmental company that helps with development professionally and otherwise, and they do something called personality profiling. I want to ask Helen in a moment about, you know, professional intimacy. I've never heard of this, but we'll ask Helen in a moment. Stay with us. Ten minutes to five on SF. Manandika Bjekas brings us the news at five o'clock to kick off today's edition of First Take SA with Elvis Preslin, the founder of Credit Growth. This is where you're going to grow in leaps and bounds. Helen Lee, professional intimacy. Goodness me. Mm. It, it sounds very foreign already to me. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, so I, I think professional intimacy is one of the main ingredients for building trust. Um, and if you if you look at trust, there's, I mean, there's many different theories out there, but it's about credibility, reliability, and then intimacy. And um, I think to to explain a little bit what professional intimacy means is that re- it really is about emotional closeness and creating a space where people can actually feel comfortable to talk about certain topics with you. And that is something that women naturally are also women naturally find easier to create as well. Um, I think for so long in the workplace, it's always been uh, work and don't bring your problems in, you leave your problems at the door. And that has changed drastically. People bring their whole selves to the office. And in order for people to really connect with one another, that, that professional intimacy is very much needed. And you, you also trust people that you feel close to and that you can trust to share something about yourself. The, the thing is, in order to create professional intimacy, um, you as the woman or you as the person need to take the first risk. And that is not, that, I think that's where people struggle. Because if you want to build trust and you, if you want to create, uh, like almost create someone or create a space where people can follow you, you have to take that first risk to say, here's something about me. It's almost like a vulnerable space, if I can call it that. Here's something about me that I'm going to share with you. And that's the first step of creating that emotional closeness so that people then can start also sharing with you. Um, and I'm not saying that you need to share your deepest, darkest secrets by no means, but it is showing that I trust you enough to show my own vul- vulnerability. And that's how the professional intimacy basically starts. Um, and then, of course, the confidentiality that goes with it. Yeah, hey, I could share with you my brass size. Kidding. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're going to have to go a little bit deeper than that, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. In terms of uh, Women's Month and the conversations we should have around leadership, what can you say? I, uh, I, um, I, I think the first thing is that um, we need to call out when we see that, um, that there's double standards. If we don't call it out, then, then this thing is never going to change. So um, that's the first thing. And whether you're a leader or not a leader, if you see double standards, it needs to be called out. But I also um, want to say that I like I always admire how, especially if I look at my husband, how strategic he thinks, thinks about things. He plans for his cases that he needs to state in a board meeting, for example. Um, he thinks about the people that are there and how he's, how, like, yeah, it's almost like playing a game of chess. And I think for women in leadership and women in positions to become leaders, we also need to start playing the game. There's nothing wrong with playing the game if we do it in an ethical manner, of course. 
but it's almost stepping in that confidence to also speak about our opinions and give reasons why we think about certain certain things um, and feel that we deserve to be where we are and not feel sorry for the fact that we are in a leadership position or apologizing for it. So I think those those are the two main things um, or initial things that need to happen. Helen, and then, can, I, uh, can I say yeah. this to you? Uh, I'll offer for you, it's, it's a pity the pandemic, we, we are a long way from level one. But yeah. I can offer that. You be my boss for one day. I'll make you lots of tea throughout the day. How about that? <laughs> and you can impart some of these lessons to me. Um, I, I would love to do that. You don't have to make me tea at all. That's, that, that's good because then otherwise I'm going to go back into my own stereotype here. So I'll rather do an in- inclusive way of doing it. But, um, it's, yeah, it's, look, it's, in order to in order to go and lead someone, you really have to tap into again that curiosity. So True. I think we're going to have a lot of conversations when I come to the to the studio. <laughs> uh, your website? Yes. Uh, so the website is www.credogrowth one word .co.za, um, and so www.credogrowth.co.za as well as the email address is info at credogrowth.co.za Well, Helen, you know, time flies. It's very unfair and jealous, but uh, <laughs> also when I spend the day in your office, you can teach me how to answer those tricky questions and avoid getting how, into trouble. Uh, how to answer the tricky questions? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Some <laughs> secrets I need to keep, eh? Some secrets <laughs> I need to keep. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us and uh, thank you for doing what you're doing. Uh, You know, we need development, we need growth every day. As long as we understand that we live and learn, this is where you'll always hold our hands. Thank you so much for joining us and uh, the best of luck to you and uh, happy Women's Month. Yeah, thank you very much. And thank you for being so interested in the topic. It's it's amazing. It's it's great to hear. Lovely to have you. Have a fabulous Monday, ma'am. Say that again. Have a fabulous Monday. Yes, you too, Manza. Thank you very much. Thank you. The founder oh, of uh, Creed Growth, uh, creedogrowth.co.za. I'm telling you, smarts, uh, there's lots you can learn from this lady, I tell you.